This is episode 45 of the Hillcrest Duo. We got 22 more days till Halloween. I am your host, Metal John at Metal John Radio. Along with me, as always, Mr. Brad Risto. I am Outsider Brad on Twitter. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Cheers. Cheers. All right. We've got uh, a big episode for you because... A lot of our TV shows are back. Finally. So we're back to not having any lives besides watching TV and yes, working. And don't forget, Netflix also dropped a show recently. Yes. We are going to talk about Luke Cage. Don't worry. We're not going to go full spoilers because I haven't finished it yet. I don't think Brad has finished it yet. Uh, no, I binged that the first weekend. Oh, whatever. But, uh, but you we'll, are busy we'll, doing... we'll talk about the first few episodes. I'm only about four in. We're going to talk about that. Uh, the Flash returned this week. We're going to talk about that. Gotham has been back for about three weeks now. We're going to talk about Mm -hmm. Gotham. And, uh, of course, we're going to have more on future episodes because Walking Dead comes back in a few weeks. Yes. Uh, Arrow just started. Need to get caught up on that a little bit. Yeah. Um, And, oh, Ash vs. Evil Dead is back. Oh, so I don't have stars, so I can't dude, see you it. you suck, man. Well, that costs money. But you're missing money. it, man. I'll just get this out of the way. Ash vs. Evil Dead, it's bloody, and I love it. Nice. Okay, but one of the reasons why you haven't didn't binge watch Luke Cage in a single weekend like I did is because you were out of town when it came out, weren't you? I was in Disney World for the you last were at the, week. You were in Disney World. Happiest place on Earth. Not to mention I was the luckiest person to be in Disney World because... As soon as I got back from Disney World, that little hurricane thing. Yes, that hurricane thing is going and on. shut down Disney World exactly one week after I was there. So yeah, Disney's so... closed right now. I know, and that's amazing. It. So you got in. Okay, what was your favorite park? As you are now there as an adult. Well, uh, I, I even as a teenager, uh, the old MGM Studios, now known as Disney Hollywood, Hollywood Studios, Studios, has always been my park, just because I love the movie stuff. However, I will say this: there is nothing to do there right now there's so much under construction because they're building a lot of star wars stuff yes that's gonna be really the only rides the only rides you could actually ride there tower of terror yeah yeah aerosmith rock and roller coaster oh my god great american movie ride yeah toy story which is like a laser uh ride oh i love those laser rides they're so much fun um and that's it four rides do they, do they have the old Star Wars ride anymore? Oh, yeah, Star Tours is still there, yeah. Yeah, the, the old, old Star but, Wars you ride. you know, by far the best thing at there, besides Tower of Terror, the Indiana Jones stunt show is the greatest thing there. Yes. And I love that thing. So. And that, is that gone? No, it's still there. Oh, thank God. Don't don't scare me. That, That's the that greatest. better never go away. I still have the autographs. I have one that was autographed, um, uh, Maid Marion, and then the jerk who was Indy signed it, Stunt Indy. Jerk. Mm. You sign it, Indiana Jones. That's who you are. You are not stunt Indy. You are Indiana Jones in the eyes of all the eight-year-olds watching that show. But I, I'm also a big Universal Studios guy. Like you I see, I've prefer, only been to, I, I prefer Universal over Disney. I have only been to Universal once, but I will say this: when I went there, I actually got to see the show that's not there anymore. One of the best ones, the Ghostbusters show. Oh, lucky! Did you ever see that one? I don't think so. It was just awesome. Oh, man. I mean, well, they've got they've unveiled so many new rides there. Oh yeah, now and Universal's got the two parks, they got Universal Studios, Islands of Adventure. Right now, in around this time, they've got Halloween Horror Nights, which yes. basically Universal Studios closes at like 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. and then it reopens at 6:30, and it's all Halloween stuff. Yes, but you have to pay more. They also yes. do that at Disney World. Which you want to know what? All right, so here's what I, I kind of don't like that. Personally. Here, here's here's listen to how much money we paid for this. How much? So we got a park hopper. 
to right. go to Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure yeah, during yeah. the day. So yeah. Park Hopper. We got there at 8 a.m. We got that. And then we bought our admission for Halloween Horror Nights. And then because we knew we were going to be on our feet all day and didn't want to do it any longer, we bought the Fast Pass for Halloween Horror Nights. Right. So we could cut the line. Well worth it because those, uh, those haunted house lines are like an hour long. Um, 300 bucks a person. Oh, jeez, God. You 300 see, bucks for all four of those things. And you see, the, the problem with – I have no problem with them uh, charging you to get into those um, uh, parks, but you're paying for a full day on the regular one, but then they say, well, we're closing early today. And that's where the problem is. They need to reduce the regular park rate. Oh, yeah. The, oh, days. that included some savings because I bought everything together. You get some savings. No, I'm just saying, okay, this plus this. let's say you're just down there for the weekend and you yeah. just want, want to go to Disney World or Universal. Both of them do a Halloween thing. You're paying full price for what would be a full day of it being at Disney World, but you have to leave at 5 Yep. because of their rules. And that's a ripoff, but that's just something small that bothers me. Take it up with our next president. I will. <laughs> um, when I go down to – was it um, International Food and Wine Festival when you were down yes, there? I was at that Epcot a, for that. That thing is the one of the best things. Always go during the first week of October because or last week of September because that's when that is. And it's it the just best started thing. when I was there. Because so yeah, they went. take out the extra things and then you go around the circle and they have more food and more booze and it's great. Oh, we could do a whole episode on, 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 on Disney stuff. But I will end our Disney talk with one thing. So out of all the stuff down there, all especially the Universal. Universal's got so many cool rides, Brad. They got mm-hmm. a Transformers ride. They got a Mummy ride. The best ride at Universal and probably my favorite ride of the entire trip was King Kong Skull Island. It's Ooh. like a 4D experience. Basically, you get in a Jeep, like almost like a safari Jeep, mm-hmm. okay? And you put on 3D glasses. The Jeep moves, and it drives you into this cave. And once you go into the cave, basically on all four sides of you, it's movie screens. Awesome. And it's like you're in the jungle. Uh, uh, King Kong's fighting a T-Rex. They roll over the top of your Jeep. Your Jeep, like, moves. And, and, and you're looking on both sides of you. You're looking basically at all four sides. You're not looking just straight ahead. Yes. You see, my problem and, with those- and, and, you know, and then at one point the Jeep speeds off and your Jeep is not moving. But since the screen is moving and this, and they got a big fan blowing on you, you feel like you're driving 60 miles an hour. My problem it's with, awesome. my problem with those ones where everything's going on around you is I feel like I focus on one thing and I miss everything. That's yeah, my problem. We wrote problem. it twice. That's why. But. I want to tell you this. You said you saw the Lilo and Stitch experiment at Disney World, and we'll yes. close on this. The first time I saw that, it was still just the alien extra terror estrial. I'm glad you remember that, because not many people remember that ride. I saw I that, remember that, that, ride. that ride show, but yeah. obviously everything goes on. Things go down. The first time I saw it, I was about 12, so kind of intense for a 12-year-old. Which is why the ride's no longer yes. there. And... But the tension was completely broken at the very end. Some guy far in the back, nobody worry, just my mother-in-law. <laughs> but as we spoke about the International Food and Wine Festival, yesterday I actually did something. I went downtown with your buddy, Cousin Stan, and oh, we yeah. went around the city, going the city of Chicago, going to different breweries. We hit up Wrigleyville and uh, went to some kind of weird stores in that area that we just popped into, went for lunch around there because we wanted to kind of see... If there was any hoopla going on before the Cubs game, unfortunately, we were there too early for the hoopla to really begin. And then we hit up three breweries and had a good old time. Nice. And had some high alcohol by volume booze. But 
Should we start with Luke Cage? No, let's start with Flash. I was disappointed, I will say this with it. I thought it was a fun episode, but I was expecting more from the Flashpoint. You know, I think uh, you are speaking for the majority of the fans. Well, when they said it's going to be Flashpoint, it was the problem. Because Flashpoint is a somewhat new story for Flash, but it's a very, very good one. Yeah, and they wrapped it all up in one episode. They wrapped it up in one episode. They didn't make it a grand arc because they have this whole thing. They could have used Flashpoint to actually have... Have the obviously the dimensional walls broke down and get um Supergirl into the Arrowverse as it were, and they wrap it up in one episode and most of it is the real pro- conflict is him losing his memories and powers, and that's the real thing because first of all, I said this at the beginning of the episode he shouldn't have his powers if this is Flashpoint because he got rid of the events that uh, led him to it but. Completely different. But yes, the fact that it just was another alternate universe episode to reset the universe as it is. And they got it done in one episode. Really disappointed people. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen this stretched out a little bit. At least two to three episodes. Yeah. Because, you know, as fans of the show, we're used to the characters being themselves. And now they're playing sort of alter egos of themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of characters are opposite. I mean, I loved, like, Cisco being, like, the billionaire. Oh, yeah. That was and, and, you know, he's like, wait. You're saying I'm not a millionaire in this other timeline? I hate it. <laughs> I hate that timeline, and I would have uh, loved to see... Um, I mean, uh, I would have loved to see more of that. I mean, I... Characters I, from Arrowverse see um, Oliver's dad being Arrow, as um, it should have been, because that was one of the things that... Um, yeah, this is something the- that could have stretched over a few episodes. Oh, yeah. Obviously, the writers probably have big plans this season. I mean, oh, of course. out of all these shows on, on the CW, The Flash is their number one by far. Oh, yeah. And... You know, this is the one that's probably got the most viewership, the one that gets a lot more hype, a lot more positive reviews. You have Kevin so they Smith directing episodes. Yeah, it's they've got to have big plans in their storyline. Because if the storyline dies a little bit, sort of like Arrow, where it just kind of gets boring and it's just the same old thing repeating itself over and over again. If the Flash ever gets to that point, the show's in trouble. I completely agree. Um, so hopefully, I'll keep my fingers of- crossed that they got all this out of the way well, is a positive because they've got big plans. The worst part of it is I have a feeling we're going to look back on this episode and it's just going to be a throwaway because nothing in it that really happened had any lasting effects. The only thing we know that changed right now is Iris and Joe uh, don't speak to each other right now. That's yeah. the only thing we know that's changed right now. Sure. So, yeah. But we knew things would be changed no matter what when he went back in time and stopped his wife from – his mother from getting um, killed and – now we're back to square one, as it were. So, All right. Well, switching over to Fox, Gotham, we're a couple episodes in. Uh, the last episode we watched, uh, uh, Look Into My Eyes, episode three. Yeah. Yep. They, they, this season, there's a lot of promise so far. It's just it hasn't really hit on all cylinders with me yet. Yeah. Here's, here's my thing about Gotham, and you know that I'm a big Batman guy, big Batman nerd. Mm-hmm. I can honestly say, I mean, I enjoy watching Gotham. Yes. Gotham is just one of those shows where it's like when it's on and I'm watching it, I'm loving it. But three days later, I don't even remember it. Yes. It's, and and you could ask me about season two, and I would be like, I don't even know what happened season it's two. It's cotton candy. It's, <laughs> it's enjoyable while you're watching it, but it's insubstantial. There's no lasting effects, no big story uh, cliffhangers or arcs or anything. It's just it's fun to watch, but, you know... Once you get a few episodes into it, you forget what happened, episode, you know, a few weeks ago, and you forget right. this and you forget that, and 
And I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing because when you're watching it, it's enjoyable. It's not boring. That's its job. Um, be enjoyable. But, you know, as far as where's the show going, you know, that's the big mystery is are they just going to keep just doing the same thing over and over again? Villains fighting villains, you know, right. Jim conflicting between is he a good or bad guy? Bruce kind of is investigating he, well, yes. and, and learning things. And, and it's just, okay, well, so what's thing. next? There it is. I mean, what, they, what that show needs is a, a big whoa moment. It needs yes. that oh crap moment. It means maybe one of these major characters need to die. So you'd be like, whoa, I didn't see that comma. Well, the biggest problem is you just touched on it. They spin their wheels too much. Nothing has changed pretty much since the start of season two. Season two, Jim Gordon was a conflicted um cop. Is he a good cop or a bad cop? Bruce Wayne has been investigating what happened with his father, and we've just had no real significant movement in character arcs. They're but, pretty much all the same from now, from basically the beginning of season two to now. Yeah, I'll give him a good fist bump to uh, to Jim Gordon though, because think about the girls he's landed. <laughs> Barbara, she's hot. Yes. Lee's hot. And this new girl, Valerie Vale, she's smoking hot. By the way, I was watching, and I'm like, where do I know this girl from? Do you know where she's from? No. Give give it up. Jamie Chung's the actress's name. She was on the 2004 season of The Real World, San Diego. Oh, geez. She's a real world cast member who's actually gone on to do a lot of acting roles. Like she's real actually, she world. played she played Pocahontas on Once Upon a Time, and I haven't watched that show yet. I never watched The Real World. I'm sorry. I, I, well, I watched The Real World every season, so I I'm never, like, that's where I know her from. I never got into watching Entitled Douchebags. She's I'm a good like, actress. Though. I never got into watching Entitled Douchebags. I'm acting like Entitled Douchebags in a, <laughs> um, a expensive house. It just, just was never for me. Yeah, I watch it because I like the drama. You know, you could be the old guy in the um, real world house now. I could be. But no, you have to. After a certain age, it won't cast you. However, I do have a goal. You ready for my bucket list goal? Big brother? Throwing it out there. No, I want to be the old guy on Survivor before I die. Well, that's you got to wait. Goal. You have to wait 20 I gotta, years, I gotta damn wait. it. I got to wait, but I, that's <laughs> my goal. I, I've, I love Survivor. I've watched every single season of it since season one was on TV. I've watched every season of it. Love the show. Thought about trying to get on the show, but then I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? I want to be the old guy on the show. I think that would be cool. I want to be the old guy. So I'm going to wait till like, I'm in my 60s, and I'm going to apply, or maybe 50s. I'm going to apply. I'm just going to apply and be like, if you're casting somebody older than me, don't cast me. <laughs> I want to be the oldest person on the I show. I want to be the oldest. But we want to So that's my goal. That's my bucket list goal. Marked it here on October the 8th. 2016 Hillcrest duo. All right, finally, let's talk about Luke Cage. It's on Netflix. The new Netflix series, once again, going into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the television side, Netflix side. I love it. I'm, I'm only a few episodes into it, and since it's baseball playoffs, I'll use a baseball analogy. Another home run by yes. Marvel and Netflix. They just know exactly Amazing. what to do with these shows. I mean, Amazing. and I was watching it, and part of it struck me like saying, you want to know what? This is probably how I realized they would never do it, how DC should have done Batman versus Superman. Obviously, they wouldn't do it on Netflix, but like on Hulu, over the course of like 13 episodes, tell the story and not have it be rushed. Because there was a great story in Batman versus Superman, just you had to hit the points way too fast. This way, it could be drown out the way you want it to be, and people wouldn't have complained. Yeah, I mean, we were just talking about Gotham. I mean, I would almost like to see Gotham leave Fox and go to like one of these, you know, network shows Hulu. like this, like where they, yeah, where they could or basically Prime. cross a line that's not there, you yes. know, that's what's great about these Netflix shows. And 
I don't know about you, but like when I talk about some of these shows with some of my everyday friends, people are so burnt Normal out friends. on the comic book shows, you know, with Flash and Supergirl and stuff, that they have no interest in these Netflix shows. They don't realize But I tell that. them, I'm like, if you had to choose one or the other, I will cancel the CW and only watch my Netflix shows because yes. they're superior to all the – because they're not things. actually superhero shows. I mean, yes, the guys yeah. are superheroes, but they're dealing with definitely m- more real situations. So talking about Luke Cage, uh, only a couple episodes in for me, but, man, my first impression of this show, and I'm not trying to put this show, like, on a pedestal, but the only thing I can compare this show to is The Wire. Yeah. It's like a it's, superhero version of The Wire. It's gritty. It's real. It's awesome. I mean, the cast is all. I mean... Dude, Cottonmouth. Yeah. Cottonmouth, you have the... Rehearsal Ali's, uh, the actor's name playing Cottonmouth. He mm-hmm. was also Remy on House of Cards. Awesome actor. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I have Cottonmouth, to be careful. such a badass. I have to be careful here so I don't give you any spoilers. No, no, no. We're not, we're not going to do any spoilers on, right. on Luke Cage Free yet, but I'm thinking next week I should be done with the show. Yes, but I it is just that. a delightful show. I know you're at the point that was Let me ask you this, my... though, since you've seen them both, and without spoilers, if you had to choose... One series to continue watching. Is it Jessica Jones or Luke Cage? Well, you see, um, I'm going to go with Luke Cage, but just basically because one of the best parts about Jessica Jones is gone because we're not going to have David Tennant next time. And he was just a delight as a villain. I have no idea who Jessica Jones will be taking on in Jessica Jones season two. But right now, yeah, I'd go Luke Cage. But you are at what was one of my favorite episodes of Luke Cage. And that was season, episode three, where he actually starts being a hero and going around and protecting his community. Oh, and they were playing Wu Tang. Yes. Oh my! God. It was, was just so him going. I was watching that on the train coming over work, like Luke Cage, bring the Rutgers! <laughs> playing, and just, I was, I was and just like, yeah, just going around and beating everyone up that had done the community wrong, because the community knew to go to him. And that's what I loved. He was the community's hero. So the episode, I just finished episode four. This is the one that uh, dealt with flashbacks. That was a little bit of his origin, where he's yes. in prison. Fun, and, so, fun, and, uh, fun and episode. Dude, the, I, I don't know the actor's name that played the warden in that prison, but he was awesome. I loved yes, it. Yes, but I just loved at the end of that episode where he um, uh, gets his um, uh, the clothes. He had the old Power Man costume, which was just a yellow shirt, jeans, and bandana, as he calls it in the comic books. <laughs> I do uh, have. It's, I, I mean, I'm, I'm loving the show. I mean, these these Netflix shows, man. I I think I think as much as I like all the CW stuff, but I mean, these things are so superior to them. Oh yeah. And and they're dark, they're gritty, they're edgy. There's uh, what's cool about it is you could watch every single episode and have really have no idea what's going to happen, how right. violent it's going to get. How sexy it's going to get, how edgy it's going to get, but when you're watching like The Flash, you know, all right, they're never going to cross this line. <laughs> they have FCC, the, the FCC yeah. to worry about. What I can't wait for now, now that I'm done with Luke Cage, is obviously Iron Fist, which is the next one, and then you have The Defenders, which is going to be the Netflix um, equivalent of Captain America: Civil War, as and the Avengers, as everyone uh, comes together for one miniseries. That should be fun. Yeah. The biggest Absolutely. problem I w- thing I w- would have a wish for is that Spider-Man would somehow appear in this because Spider-Man is the link between these street-level heroes, Daredevil, Luke Cage, and Jessica Jones to a smaller degree, and the bigger A-list Captain America Iron Man. He he does both, yeah, but that'll I, never happen, unfortunately. See, I, 
I don't know, man. I, I just think since you got a new young actor playing Spider-Man, I'm thinking that you could do something with it. I think you could maybe uh, – you probably could. I mean – Or you could kind of do a cameo without doing a cameo. Well, yeah. You could have Aunt May I mean, show up as a, a client for Matt Murdock. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's there could be something some- small. Yeah. I just want some kind of link, and I think you could definitely get Maurice the Tomato appear in one scene. Yeah. Film it out well, of that's Saturday. What I'm You've got a young Spider-Man that's like, he's not a mega blockbuster star yet. Not yet. So not, you, not can, you can hurry up and film it. Not and... until what, June of next year? <laughs> yeah. When this movie comes out? Yeah, just... Speaking of superhero movies, though, the next thing we got is just Doctor Strange, right? Yeah, and then it's um a, a break And I don't even think summer. I want to see it. I do, because... I feel like I'm, I just get dizzy watching the previews. Eh, I think I'm going to enjoy it, but then again, I'm a well, fan of Benedict I hope you know you're doing the review. Okay, I'll do um, it. Speaking of movies, have you seen anything lately? I'm, I'm, no. I'm so bad. I haven't been to the movies in like two weeks. I, I'm sure well, the you movie theater busy. stock is tumbling right now since I haven't been to a movie, but I did see Sully since our last podcast. How was it? Awesome. Awesome. Awesome movie. Aaron Eckhart, Two-Face is the co-pilot. Did you even know that? No. Yeah. Aaron Eckhart. You have Tom Hanks got a little mustache. Uh, but I loved it. I still haven't seen Snowden. That's number one on my list. I got to go see as soon right. as I get a chance. Okay. I really want to see that one. But that'll do it for episode 45 of the Hillcrest Duo. Again, today is October the 8th. We're 22 days from Halloween. 22. I am Metal John at Metal John Radio. That is... Brad Risto at Outsider Brad on Twitter. This has been another Hillcrest Duo production, and we will see you soon. And keep up to date on all of these great TV shows. Ooh, Supergirl starts next week. We're in touch. Yes, and that's going to be fun.